welcome to the Virgin Leadership Podcast with Matt Paloma, where we experience leadership together in real time. This podcast is different from most leadership podcasts. It's not from the vantage point of an expert giving advice to novices. It's much more of a let's walk through this together podcast. I'll share what I'm currently growing through as a leader, current obstacles, challenges, wins, opportunities, breakthroughs, stories, all that. And I'll discuss what's impacted me, what works, what doesn't work, what I think might help you, what I think won't help you, what other people have told me to do that's been great, and what's been terrible. And I'd love to hear from you. What leadership issues or challenges are you facing right now? And if I've gone through it already, I'd love to help. And if not, let's figure it out. And that's the beauty of this podcast. Basically, we're going through this together in real time. And that's why this is called the Virgin Leadership Podcast, because everybody's leading something for the first time. In leadership, you're always experiencing new things. And for today, I want to open up a discussion based on this theme, honesty and consistency. So here's here's my virgin moment when it comes to this. My virgin moment And I know we've all done this before, but it's either embellishing the truth to make myself look even better or skirting around it just a little bit to try not to get in trouble because I forgot or overlooked something. Now, stop judging me. You've all done this. In fact, if you're even thinking otherwise, I'm catching you in the very act right now. But seriously, everyone can remember a time or two or three or four when they've added on to what actually happened or quote-unquote reworded some things to escape wrath or even worse, blamed somebody else or made them look worse so you can get by or rise up. Can we just take a few minutes to discuss some of the lessons I've learned along the way when it comes to this? Because back in the day when I was younger and trying to make a name for myself, you'd catch me doing this more often now I've found a better way, and I want to let you in on it, and I want to hear your thoughts. So want me to sum it up in one word? Here it is. Ownership. Ownership. When you own something, you take responsibility for it. So if you're still making excuses, you're blaming other people, stretching the truth, or dancing around what really happened, chances are you haven't started owning what you do for a living. For example, if you're in the corporate world... And you have deadlines to hit and quotas to meet. So you compromise the integrity of your work to get done on time. And you don't care about who your shoddy work will affect down the line. Then you don't own your job. Our mindset should always be, let me take this extra step because it's going to help the company overall. And you know what? If I don't make one deadline, instead of doing a bunch of lower quality work, I'm going to own it and take the L, learn the lesson, and get it next time. In this instance, don't forsake quality for quantity. And don't blame someone else or something else for why you didn't get it done. That's so old and so tired. But why do we do this sometimes? Why why aren't we always honest? I think it's because we think it makes us look better. And notice how I said we, we think it makes us look better. You see, it might save us immediately in the, in the right, right, right now. But what's the reality? Bosses, supervisors, managers, they see right through this stuff. And it actually makes you look worse in the long run. Actually, actually in the not so long run, because it doesn't take that long to see, to be honest. So own it. The best way to handle this stuff is to own it. It may hurt for a moment, but it's actually setting you up for future success. And I've learned this. It builds trust equity with your boss. Consistency of character is more valuable than consistency of competency. 
And in this case, it's actually the appearance of the consistency of competency. It's better to be faithful than flashy. Faithful over flashy. People are attracted to a flash when it first happens, right? It's like, ooh, you know, look at that. What was that? But as quickly as the flash comes, the flash goes. And then what? What are people left with? They're left with darkness. They're left with nothing. They're left waiting for the next flash that may never come. You know what I've learned about consistency over the years? And not only pertaining to your job, your work, your career, but even just in life. If you remain consistent, constant, steady, true, eventually even your haters will notice you. And they'll notice that maybe you weren't as crazy as they initially thought you were. They'll notice that you were, maybe you actually were right all along. They'll notice that they can count on you. And if you're consistent in your character and steady in the truth, it always wins out in the end. And here's the thing. If God's called you to it, or God's spoken something to you, or through your spiritual covering maybe, hang with it. Because those are the best. When when people doubt you, but you know it's God, because, man, because then he gets the glory when it all pans out. And so here, here's a couple questions for us to look at first. Why don't people stay consistent? I had a few things I think. I want to know what you think, but I think here's a couple of reasons why people don't stay consistent. Or you could say why they're inconsistent. First one I thought of because it gets boring. Consistency can be boring. Sometimes people use consistency and boredom or boringness or boring as a synonym, right? So it gets boring. But remember, faithful over flashy. Flash is come and go, but faithful will last. Here's another one. We're attracted to the new. But here's what I've learned. The hot new thing isn't always the best right thing. Here's another one. Lack of vision. You know, if you're not sure what you're called to do, you'll just chase anything. You'll chase whatever. But if you know what you're called to do and you have a clear vision on that, you're going to stay the course. Here's another question. What happens when you do stay consistent? I think people see your value. When you stay consistent, people will see your value. And sometimes they need to actually learn your value. What does that mean? They need to see it not just today, but tomorrow and the next day and the next day. They need to see it long term. They will learn your value. You'll rise to the top. This is long term stuff. So sometimes in the short term, you're kind of staying put. You're plateauing. Sometimes you even take a step back to take two steps forward. But you will rise to the top when you stay consistent. Here's another thing when you stay consistent. Just remember this. Fads fade, but faithful stays. Fads fade, but faithful stays. There's always going to be the new. There's always going to be the the hotness. There's going to always be that. But faithfulness will always keep you where God wants to keep you. And here's another one. People can count on you. When you stay consistent, people learn that they can count on you. They learn that you are dependable. And that goes such a long way. When you're dependent, you think about this, people in your life, who do you get excited to talk to? Who do you get excited to be around? Who do you know? I mean, you got to invite someone to a party, to an event, to celebrate something momentous in your life. You think about the people that you know are going to show up. So when you're dependable, when you're consistent, when people can count on you, man, you, that, you find favor with people and that elevates you in their eyes. So you want to remember that. So here's another one. Why aren't people honest all the time. I think fear, right? You have the fear that 
you know, maybe my boss will see me less than I am, you know, or other people will notice my flaws. So you have a fear, right? You have a fear. I think that's natural a little bit. Insecurity. I'm not good enough if I fail or if I'm wrong, right? That's that's what you think. You, you start all the different insecurities that you have as a person, as a leader, as a man, as a woman. You're thinking of all of those things. And maybe that's why you're stretching the truth or you're not being necessarily honest because you feel like you're not good enough if you fail at something or if you're wrong at something. How about this? I think people want to represent uh, or, or present a better version of themselves. Everybody's always looking to present a better version of themselves, hence social media. But anyways, in reality, when you do that, you're actually belittling God's perfect creation because he created you exactly the way he wants you to be. So let me encourage you with that for a second. God made you exactly the way he wants you to be. There's no reason for you to be dishonest because honesty works. It really can be the best policy. So, um, but people like to present a better version of themselves, but you want to make sure that you are just being honest and upfront with everyone so that you can be the version that God created you to be. Why should you be honest all the time? Let's look at this. Number one, it builds trust and trust takes time to build, which is why it goes hand in hand with consistency. Because when you're consistently honest, you'll consistently build trust. Remember this, trust can take a lifetime to build but a moment to break. Treat it as valuably as you should. Here's another reason why you should be honest all the time, because your word matters. Your word matters. So people always say, oh, I'm a man of my word, I'm a woman of my word, I'm a person of my word, but then they never show up or they don't follow through, or whatever. but your word matters. So when you're honest, people will start to take you at your word. And that's super important. Here's another one, another reason why you should be honest all the time. No one likes a liar. No one likes a liar. You think about before we're talking about, you know, how people see you when you're dependable. What about when they can depend on what you say, right? When you're honest, people are going to like you more, not just like you, but they're going to look upon you differently. They're going to see you differently in leadership. They're going to be able to trust you. So you, no one likes a liar. Here's another one. You'll make better decisions. If you're honest all the time, you'll make better decisions. You're like, well, what do you mean? If you're honest with and about yourself, you'll make better decisions for yourself. Think about that. You can't improve what you don't know. If you're honest about those who work with or for you, then you'll be able to make better or clearer decisions about them as well. And then as your organization as a whole. So honesty helps make better decisions because you accurately know where you are and where you stand and where you need to be, and where you want to be. So the, the more honest you are, the clearer your vision can become. And the, you'll know the areas you need to grow in, and you know where you want to go. Um, here's another one. You'll grow more. See, if you keep lying to yourself, you'll never see where you need to grow. I kind of just touched on that a little bit. Or You'll never, you know, accept when others tell you that you need to grow in certain areas. This kind of goes with the accountability and, you know, trusting in people that you give a voice to. We talked about in the last episode, knowing who can speak into your life. But you won't actually trust them if you're not honest, right? If you're not honest with yourself, if you're not honest with them, and if you don't allow people to be honest with you. But here's the deal. None of us are perfect, but honesty will help us get better. Honesty won't help us be perfect, but it'll definitely help us get better. Now, 
I know this is a podcast built for second chair leaders, right? The number twos, number threes, fours, and fives. So let me encourage you for a minute. Don't be afraid to be wrong. If you're an environment, if you're in an environment that doesn't allow you to be wrong, you might just be in the wrong environment. We celebrate failing forward at Church Unleashed, where where I'm at. In fact, a couple years back, our pastor issued us a challenge. If you don't fail at five new things, you just might not have a job next year. And we're like, huh? But why is that? Because he wants to create a team that's not afraid to try. See, if you're not failing at all, you're definitely not trying anything new. Either that or you're perfect. So I guess, I mean, that could be the case. But here's the caveat. Don't just fail to fail. Don't just be okay with any old failure, but definitely be okay with failing because you're trying to take ground or to break ground, right? Failing when you're trying something new is all right. Failing just to say, oh, well, I couldn't get it done. That's not what we're talking about. Take a look at take a look at Joseph in the Bible. Every preacher loves to preach from the prison to the palace, right? That's his story. But he had to be consistent and honest in order to survive all he went through and then continue elevating in the process. He's a classic example of if you keep doing what you know is right, God will propel you. At the end of the day, people will notice and they'll appreciate and reward it. So we could take a lesson from Joseph and and hopefully all the things that I shared earlier um, will, will help you realize why it's important because it helped me realize why it's important to be honest and to stay consistent. So I encourage you today, stay honest, stay consistent. Because remember, this this Virgin Leadership Podcast is very much for the second chair support staff types of people because there's just, like I mentioned, there's just not as much out there for us. Everything's for the highest level leaders, the number ones, the very top, the senior leaders, lead pastors, all that. So don't forget, we, we're trying to create a community of support leaders, support staff. So don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, share this with someone else who might benefit maybe, someone who's a leader under a leader, and message me with topics to discuss. Even message me with feedback from each episode. Um, find me on social, at Matt Belomo, or at Matt underscore Belomo. Um, but I would love to hear back what's working, what's not working, what's hitting, what's not, because all these situations that we're dealing with, man, we want to band together, create a community of people who don't need to be number one, because this is who we're called to be, and that is not a bad thing. In fact, it's a good thing. And remember, we might not have all the answers all the time, because everyone's leading something for the first time. We might not get it right at first, but we got to learn something along the way. And then after that experience, We'll know what to do when that very same thing comes up again. So you might be a virgin leader now, but you'll get better as you go. Thanks for listening. Check out next month's podcast as we continue to experience leadership together in real time because everybody's leading something for the first time.